All right, so allegedly I was way off on how I was pronouncing the team that Chattanooga State is playing today out in Yuma, Arizona. It is not San Juanito. It is San Jacinto South is the team that they're playing. They are the eighth seed. And joining us right now to talk a little bit about their matchup today and an opportunity to capture a national championship is the head softball coach at Chattanooga State, Blythe Golden. For a Tiger Tuesday, Coach, good morning. How are you? Good morning from Arizona. I'm good. Yes, I know it is afternoon here, but I know, I know where you are. It's still morning, and you guys just get out to the field and are getting ready for the matchup today. So tell me, get, give me the, the lowdown. How was the trip out there? How, how has it been for the girls just getting ready for this uh, this incredible opportunity that they're about ready to embark on? Uh, the trip out was great. I can't really say that we have many complaints. We were on three different flights heading out. You know, when you try to book a trip last minute, uh, you got to do the best you can. But we all got out here safe and sound. And um, we've enjoyed, really enjoyed our time in Yuma so far. We've uh, visited some local areas and had some of the local cuisine. So um, it's been a neat trip so far. We've had practice days um, two different times. We went out and worked out, trying to get acclimated to the heat. Pretty warm here. Dry heat, much different than at home. So that's been something to get uh, used to. But overall, like the college does a great job as far as supporting us when we make it to the national tournament and uh, making sure that we're taken care of and that we have the accommodations that we need. So big shout out to Chattanooga State because they are extremely supportive in everything that we're trying to do for these student athletes. Love that. And, um, you know, w- what has it been like for you guys in terms of a just practicing, getting out there. What's the biggest difference, I guess, that you guys have to deal with in terms of the fields that you're used to playing on and compared to this complex where this is the first time that Yuma's hosting and um, you know, you and I were talking off the air and it seemed like there are a couple of differences in terms of the fields and whatnot. Yeah, I think we first realized it on Sunday. Obviously, we wanted to get our pitchers out to have them throw bullpens on Sunday, so we found a small city park. Off the side of the road, we were afraid we might get kicked out, but we tried it, and it worked <laughs> out. Um, but the girls were like, Coach, I mean, this is this concrete under this dirt. I'm like, guys, it's not concrete. It is dirt, <laughs> but it's very hard. <laughs> so, you know, the pitchers were just completely in awe over how hard the dirt was. And then fast forward to yesterday, we were out at our team practice at designated times, and again, the infill was really hard. Um, some of the coaches in our coaches' meeting last night compared it to playing in a parking lot. You know, balls are really fast, and they were bouncing a lot. Um, a lot of teams around here, I think the general consensus was during their practice times that some of their players were taking balls off the collarbones and off the face. Uh, it got a little hairy at times. So the park said they were committed to putting a lot of water down. I mean, you and I know in Arizona that water is going to last for about 30 minutes. Yeah. And then we're going to be back to uh, hard surfaces. But, it's you know, it's, everybody's going to have to play on the same surface. And it's something that we're going to have to make an adjustment for. And um, have a game plan for. I think the team that hits a lot of ground balls this tournament might be very successful. Uh, our game plan is obviously to get a lot of fly balls because I think that's going to be a little easier to defend. Uh, we're on big slow pitch fields. They have temporary fences up, so our outfielders are having to play partly in the infield, partly in the outfield. Uh, so that's an adjustment for them as well on ground balls because they're really not used to that. Yeah, that is interesting. Blythe Golden, again, our guest talking Chattanooga State softball here on The Word with G. And basically, you know, the reason why, and I'm, this is just me assuming, again, I haven't spent any time in Arizona, but like you mentioned, when you put water down on the field, it's not going to last all that long because of the very dry heat that it has out there in Arizona. 
are you, you surmise that these fields are just so hard because of the just the immense amount of heat that and, and the sunlight that comes onto the field and it just gets dried out so so easily? I think so. I mean, it's a very deserty climate here, and everything is dirt and it's hard and it's dry. <laughs> so yeah. I I wasn't surprised by that. I expected that. We didn't water our field all last week during practice and try to keep it as hard as we mm. could at home to try to simulate that. Um, the girl said it still did not even compare to these fields, <laughs> but it was as close as we could get without doing it in the parking lot. Well, um, I was going to say, you yeah. guys you guys probably could have just went out where they're driving the motorcycles around every once in a while, just right there, or you guys could have practiced in the parking lot. Absolutely. It would have been better than the So, yeah, we did our best to try to simulate what we thought we would see out here. Um, but, again, I just think it's just climate in the region and just the way all their fields and their surfaces are. But overall, I mean, the park's very nice, they, um, it sits in a good area. It's only a mile or so from our hotel, so it's very convenient for all. Most of the teams, uh, we're all kind of in the same area. So, from a convenience standpoint, the other amenities at the park they're they're very nice. Now, you mentioned the obviously the hard surfaces and the ground balls are really going to take off, and girls are going to be taking them off the collarbone and hopefully not off of the face. But um, do you guys do you, do you have any of those like face mask things? I've seen you know pitchers wear them in softball because they're so close to home plate, and sometimes they're worried about a a ball coming back right back at them and not being able to react. Do you guys have any of that? Do 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 you do you guys wear any of that any at any time? A few of our pitchers do. I think we have a couple of pitchers, Sam and Megan. I think they're the two pitchers that we have that do not wear a face mask, but our other ones do. And just, you know, with that technology and as hot as that's are these days, the pitchers standing so close and not being in great defensive positions when they finish releasing their pitch, um, that's how we get it from a pitcher standpoint. We have a couple of defensive players that wear them, um, but not many. So I don't think they even have those or have access to those. Mm. It would be something that we wouldn't want to introduce to them right here, yeah. you know, all of a sudden at the national tournament. So we're just going to go with it and trust that, you know, the work we put in yesterday and the work we're going to put in pregame today will have them comfortable and uh, prepared to get in there and go to work. All right, talk to me about, uh, again, Blake Golden, again, our guest talking Chattanooga State softball as they prepare for their first game of the national tournament here this afternoon. It'll be 3 o'clock our time, 12 o'clock your time. Uh, let, talk to me a little bit about... San Jacinto uh, South, the team that you'll be facing today, what do you know about them uh, that you've scouted or talked to people? Or wh- wh- how, what do you know about this team? I saw they're 40-8 and eight this year, so obviously they've had a really good team and a really good season as well. Yeah, uh, you know, it took some time. We had to really do some digging to find some video and things like that. But we've done some video scouts since we've been out here. Just trying to take a look at their hitters and what we might expect. And obviously we're looking at their statistics and their numbers. And just from a numbers perspective, we can tell that I think they're a fast team. I mean, they have a couple kids with like 30 or more stolen bases. I think it's at the top of their lineup. Um, they only have 31 home runs as a team versus like our 71, I believe, where we've played a lot uh, less games than they have. So I think that's the difference in our teams as far as power and speed. However, um, it is going to be important for us to handle that early on. You know, we've talked to our team yesterday. Ground balls are going to win these ball games here in this park, and if that's what they do well and they're not the big power team, you know, we're going to have to take some opportunities on some pitches we get and try to get some balls on the ground and manufacture some runs and use our speed as well. Um, so that's what we can tell from an offensive side from them. You know, watching video and looking at South, you can only, you know, find out so much. We're just going to have to kind of make some in-game adjustments, I feel like, and that's going to be the case for the whole tournament. 
I mean, a lot of us out here don't really know each other that well, so you have to kind of make those adjustments on the fly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they have two pitchers. I believe over 100 innings apiece for them. Uh, their number one, Cavacios, uh, she, you know, her strikeout numbers, I mean, she averages 7.7 per seven. So she's got really good strikeout numbers, and we've seen her a little bit on film, just trying to get an idea of what she's throwing to prepare our hitters. Um, but, you know, Sam, we're going to start Sam today, and I do think it'll be maybe a little bit of a pitcher's duel early on until we can, you know, see who makes the better adjustments and who can capitalize on mistakes maybe that are made. Um, but that's going to be the case out here. You know, everybody's got good arms. They wouldn't be out here if they didn't. So offense is going to really have to show up in big ways. And speaking of Sam Ryan, who is your number one starter, uh, what what adjustments do you think she's going to have to make against a team that seems to be more contact-laden um, in terms of putting the ball in play instead of trying to get it up over the wall? Like you mentioned, they're not a big home run team, so they're going to be a team probably who keeps the ball on the ground and put the ball in play. going to put a lot of pressure on your defense on a field that maybe they're not the most comfortable with about the speed and not used to it as much. Is there, is there any concern to you as the head coach about that, and what adjustments do you think she has to make as a pitcher, if any, uh, going into this matchup? We talked about that a lot last night after we had our practice, and you know we said, man, we really need to have a game plan for getting some fly balls, but the more we got to talking, you know, we said, Sam is who she is, and she's been really effective, and she's done a great job, so um, and she's a, she gets a lot of ground balls. I mean, Sam's not a pitcher that gets a ton of fly balls. Uh, so we decided, you know, to some extent, we don't really want to change our game plan drastically with Sam. She's got to go out there and do what she does best, and we're just going to have to get out there and make plays uh, behind her. And I think, too, I mean, Sam's going to be able to – Sam throws a lot of strikes. She really paints the zone a lot. And I think and I think the zones will be tight here. You know, umpires, we should have some elite-level umpires, so – but I think that if we can get their team chasing some balls off the plate a little bit, if we can control the count, uh, we'll be really successful in those situations. So for Sam, I think it's just really lo- the location. And when she's ahead, really making sure that we're getting them to swing at the pitches that we want. But we don't want to drastically change our game plan with Sam just because of the playing surface, because what she does is really effective. And um, we're just going to have to go out there and make some plays behind her. Blythe Golden again, our guest talking Chattanooga State softball, and uh, you say should have elite level umpires. You know as well as I do that, you know sometimes that is not always the case, depending upon the level that you play at. Sometimes the calls will be missed, and there is always that human error. But Sam, having Sam as somebody coming to your program, and we talked about this in the beginning of the season, and I talked to her about it when we did our off the diamond segment with her of just having that experience of playing for the Canadian na- junior national team and being on big stages before has to really help her not feel overwhelmed by this big stage that you guys are playing for a national championship right now? For sure. I think that's the one thing that we're most comfortable with is just Sam's maturity on the mound. Like, this stage will not be too big for her, and I know that she'll go out, and she always keeps a really steady presence no matter what the situation is, and just goes out there and goes to work. And I think that will be a very calming presence for the rest of our team. And our defense usually plays really good behind her because of that, so we'll be able to rally there in that situation but yeah this stage you know will not be too big for her and you know whether she's uber successful or you know she doesn't have her best performance uh you won't be able to tell it by her demeanor and the way that she gets out there and you know attacks the zone all right last couple for me and this was just going to be a little off the cuff not softball related but um desert compared to mountains where you live here in tennessee which do you prefer 
100% mountain. <laughs> <laughs> I do enjoy some of the aspects of the desert. I mean, it, it's a very unique culture and experience for our girls. They've really enjoyed it, but 100% mountains with a little humidity uh, and a little elevation. I'll take that all day. No doubt about that. And uh, you mentioned you guys have tried some of the local cuisine. What's the best slash most interesting thing that you've gotten an opportunity to try or one of your coaches or one of the girls have, have tried anything really interesting and, and, you know, out outside the box. Not that I've heard yet too outside of the box. We're trying to, uh, pick and choose when we eat our authentic Mexican and mm. <laughs> we want to make that Smart. happen and some of the other things that we're eating. But, um, they did a big dinner for the girls in the barbecue and it was a very, uh, it was like some beef tri-tip with a Ooh. really awesome salsa and slaw and all these things. And I did really enjoy that. But uh, yesterday we had some fried avocados mm. that were pretty, really good. I've never heard of them. We tried them. Coach's staff, we ate those as an appetizer yesterday. They were pretty good. So oh, um, we're going to continue trying new places to eat, things like that. But as far as I've heard, no, nobody's really jumped too far outside the box yet. Uh, okay. Well, we'll have to check back with you next week. And uh, hopefully somebody <laughs> yeah. will have tried something, some armadillo or something crazy along those lines. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, I'm sure they will. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely sure they will. Now, what's the rest of this tournament look like before I let you go? Uh, what's it set up like from here? Do you guys play multiple games today? Is there a scenario, a scenario where you play multiple games today? You know, are you just playing, you know, it, regardless if you win or lose playing tomorrow? Like, what's the rest of this schedule look like for you guys? And when is the national championship? Um, so the, today, everybody's just playing one game. So they're only using two fields as the actual playing fields for the tournament. Mm -hmm. And uh, everybody will play one game today, win, lose, or, uh, win or lose. So we'll get to kind of see some other teams play today and be able to watch some of those online later tonight, be able to use that for some scouting purposes and things like that. Um, if we were to win today, we would play, I believe, at 2 o'clock tomorrow. And then if we were to lose today, you would play at 10 a.m. tomorrow. And then if you were to win that, you'd play at 8 p.m. So... Um, and once you get in the loser bracket, the times in the games, you start playing multiple games a day. Mm. Uh, but right now, I believe if you continue to win, it's one game a day is what it looks like at, at least through three days. That's as far as I've kind of branched out in the bracket. Um, if we were to win today, we would play the winner of Salt Lake and Georgia Military. Salt Lake's the one seed and Georgia Military's the 16. Um, and then if we were to lose today, we would play the loser of that game. They're also playing at the same time as us today. So. Gotcha. Um, the championship is on Saturday, though. On Saturday. So by this time next week, we'll be talking about you guys winning a national championship. I would love to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, look, there's nothing to it but to do it, Coach. Just go out there and, and have fun and uh, do your best. I know you guys will. And, again, today, uh, San Jacinto South, you guys will be playing them at 3 o'clock our time. That is just shortly after I get off the air here. So I'll be keeping an eye on you guys and rooting from afar and um, – yeah, just keep me uh, updated with anything that's going on, and um, maybe I'll get a chance to write about something uh, that you guys are doing out there. But best of luck, and I appreciate the time as always, and uh, stay cool. I, I know it's not going to be too hard for you being in the dugout. <laughs> it's going to be a little difficult, more difficult for the players. Absolutely. All right, Coach, appreciate the Thank time. So Good much. luck. Thank you. You're welcome. There she goes, Blythe Golden right here on The Word with G.